final hour of the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Brought to you by Chris Nickel Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. We want you to get involved right now on the Neuropathy Clinic of Oklahoma text line at 918-262-5072. Or on the phone line at 918-879-1170. 819 on the Blitz 1170. I know that's, that's running a little later than normal. We had ourselves a kind of computer blow up early this morning, so we've been kind of dealing with it and catching up all day. But we're there. Bryce Hulse is in the next room working the phones. I am Rick Corey here in the Blitz 1170 studio on this, oh, thank God, Friday drive to work or wherever you happen to be driving. If you got the day off and you're going somewhere else, God bless you. We're not that far. What? We're almost, I guess we're like at one month right now. Yeah, we are. We're like one month right now from spring break. This would be like the last Friday before spring break, so that'd be kind of fun. Uh, are we having no success getting a hold of anybody? Is that the deal? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> it's just been that kind of day, hasn't it? It really <clears throat> has. <laughs> so the Oklahoma State hockey captain, uh, it was Red Jacob Thompson, and the Oklahoma State hockey coach, Rick's, uh, Rich Kamiski. Kuzmeski. Kuzmeski. Kuzmeski, yep. pardon me. Uh, we're supposed to be with us at 810. But then, hey, we were supposed to be on the radio right at 6. <laughs> it didn't work out very <laughs> well either. That's why I, yeah, I left the message. I was like, yeah, we've been behind too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see if they get us, that they're able to call us back. But we've got Bedlam Hockey coming up, and I just loved it when I saw Bedlam Hockey. I just thought that was the most fun thing. And so I said, yeah, we got to talk to these guys. We've got to get we got to get them on. So we, we were going to try, and uh, well, who knows? Maybe they'll still get back with us. If you don't do a time of these kinds of things and they probably don't it's easy to forget oh yeah yeah we've had and we've been really lucky in two and a half years of doing this show we've only had what one or two people not show Mm -hmm. maybe and as a guy sitting in this chair and in bryce's chair even more it's stressful (laughs) he (laughs) wants them to answer the phone and it's why when guys say you know we'll call you no i'd really rather not i we'd rather call (laughs) you but in this situation eh, they're not answering anyway but that's fine because we got some other people on the text line that we wanted to get to as we talk more about the mike boynton thing and i'm sure you know about it by now or you have read his interview in the tulsa world great job by bill haston too and and congratulations to coach for being open now maybe he's open because he figures yeah this isn't going well anyway. Maybe he's open because he that is his absolute, you know, his opinion. And sometimes, you know how this is. We're all this way. You say something, and the instant the words are leaving your mouth, you're, right, you're reaching for them, but there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of lean, lean into it. And, and then when that's the case, you just go on. Uh, and, and he says, Mike Boyne says, look, I've had these conversations with Chad Weiberg, and maybe they have, maybe they've had those, and, and he just feels open enough. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad he did. Uh, but, you know, when we talked about giving money, we've had the, the you know, the ones that we have read to you where, where people are saying, you know, I, I, I want to donate, but I'm not going to do it until I see some proof. And I asked the, the person who said that, he said, as a booster, until there's some rules in place to stop the revolving door, I'm, much interest, I'm not much interested in investing. So I thought that was an interesting way to put it. So I said, what rules would help? Tampering penalties, he says. Set out a year if you transfer, maybe NIL multi-year contract. It'd be nice to see players progress year to year, get to know their names, not a stepping stone like Kentucky basketball and Ohio State football. Now, I do get that. I, get the, I especially get the Kentucky basketball or Duke basketball. How many of those guys have run through there and we know those names, right? And many of them, right? We understand it. Anthony Davis and Zion, you name it, you know, but those teams didn't win titles with those guys. They were good. They were fun. They sold tickets. They sold jerseys. Yeah. Didn't win titles. And to me, that goes back to that. I do think this is an interesting idea. 
Penalties for, for tampering, yes. Now, you got to prove it, and that's going to be a long, hard <laughs> process. Uh, I, and I know it sounds simple. We'll just look at the phone bills or whatever. I understand or phone calls. I get it, but there are a lot of you know privacy issues and things like that too. You're going to have to battle. I'm not saying it's not overcomable. It is, but you got a lot of avenues here. You know that's the one place where ten years in news kind of pays off for me because I I understand a little bit of the background of that and how hard some of that is. Uh, so it would be I think at some point difficult, and at some points it would just end up being he said he said kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. And in that case, well then what are you going to do? Go to court? And spend that kind of money? Who's got the money for that? But the next one I do like. What about a multi-year NIL deal? Now, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you're basically locking into a contract then, right? Uh-huh. Just like you would an NBA or NFL. And, you know, if you're going to get there, then we have to have a CBA, a collective bargaining agreement, and athletes have to be employees. Yeah. And no college wants that. And a lot of people don't want that because we want to continue to pretend like this is amateur athletics. And that's stupid. It's not. Are there places around the country it is still? Probably. You're not going to see them at the top of any conference rankings for the most part, unless we're talking about the Ivy League. Places where they have uh, banners of national scholars instead of (laughs) retired athletes. It will always be funny. However, I have a great respect in my heart for it. Oh, sure. He's referring to Rice because my first time to broadcast a game there in uh, the Coliseum and their gym, which I I like their gym. I like that little place, uh, was going in and sitting down looking up at the banners. Went, oh, banners, and looked up there, and they were all road scholars. (laughs) I I loved you. Was it the TU game? You were pausing to show Christine just like, Mm -hmm. see, I told you it's. Yeah, there. Yeah, that was it. Right, it was. Uh, it was there at Rice, and they probably have other places. And yeah. I, I asked, I saw the Rice play-by-play guy, and I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. He's a really nice young man. Uh, we bumped into each other at American Athletic Conference Media Day, and we, the Blitz, were the only show who was there every day, mm. and that was like two and a half days. We're the only ones. Everybody else would come in on their day and leave. And I, I thought it was important, and Jeremy did too. Thank and thank you for Griffin for agreeing. I mean, they could have just sent me down there and back in a day, but I thought it was important to be there both days, and we got a chance to visit with I mean, we talked to everybody. That was yeah, – I love the Dilfer interview. Oh, you know, God, was, he was fantastic. Yeah, and I can't wait. Next year I want him again. And actually Tom Herman was great. So you're going to yeah. be surprised by some things because I had a pre – I had a pre-notion that I didn't like Tom Herman. And I heard him talking to somebody else in the background because, quite honestly, I wasn't sure I wanted to talk to him. And I heard him talking to somebody else, not in an interview. They were sitting at a table, and he was waiting to go to another interview. And I heard the conversation. I went, I'll be darned. And then when he was done on the way to the other one, I said, hey, can you come over with me in a minute? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had a great conversation. I found a new respect for him. Anyway, that was kind of fun. Uh, So that that was cool. But I wonder in this NIL multi-year, so some guys, it's a, you know, they're going to graduate or be grad transfers. You're never going to be able to change that. So I understand that. But some, let's go and say a Bo Nix. You've got multiple years. Or Caleb Williams. So you got multiple years. Do you say that one transfer, and, and the reason they opened NIL, you can transfer all you want, Right. So do we reverse yeah. that rule and go back and say this transfer is now you can do it once at any time without sitting out, but you got to stay? Or do we do it's at least a two-year deal? Mm-hmm. Now, that is taking – that's putting pretty severe guardrails on what we started as, and I hate using the old Wild West term, so I'm not. But we pretty much said, look, we're on the Autobahn. Go as yeah. fast as you want. There are no speed limits. 
in this case, you'd be putting a 55-hour speed limit, <laughs> which we all stops. hated when that happened. God, I remember driving 55 and, and looking outside and thinking, I could jog this fast, which I know is not true. And I, But I did make a, a trip to Dallas closer to five and a half hours. It was, it was God, it was awful. Uh, anyway, do you do that? I think that's an interesting thing. I, I like tampering penalties. I just don't know if you'll be able to really prove it. What do you think? I don't think there's going to be much of a way to prove it. Um, I think there's already rules within the NCAA that are just so they're, they're just gray areas. <laughs> yeah, well, no, exactly. They're gray areas, and they're already not being enforced as it is. You know, it's like they're written, but they're not being enforced. Yeah. So I'm not sure how much farther you can go. <clears throat> Shane, who's been texting with us at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two, our neuropathy treatment clinic of Oklahoma text line, had said, you know, college is supposed to be a stepping stone to an degree, not a better athletic department. And I responded to him and said, I agree. I absolutely agree. But sadly, that's not where we are. Sadly, yeah. or, you know, I can say sadly, and I'm sure when I say that, there are people out there going, I'll grow up and get with the times. I am. Mm-hmm. But I still can miss it. <clears throat> I'm not going to lament. I'm not going to say it was always better in my day. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I hate it when people do that. I, it is what it is, and we are where we are. Would I like it to be a little different? Yes. But if you're, it's not going to be Mike Boynton or or Porter Mosier or Brent Venables or Kevin Wilson or Mike Gundy have to adjust and find a way. Kevin Wilson did. They ended up signing one of the best classes that Tulsa's had, well, the best since 2009. And if you remember, those were damn good teams. Those Mm -hmm. were 11 and 12 win teams coming off leading the NCAA in total offense and things like that. They had momentum. But then Kevin Wilson took what has been, meh, years, and he signed one really good class. Now, got to keep them. But he did. And to your point about Mike Gundy, he created a culture that people want to be part of. Not everyone, but at least guys like Ollie Gordon, who happened to be ranked as the best damn player in the country for EA Sports, which Mm -hmm. I know is not the same thing, but still. And they want to stay. And and that can flip on a dime, too, because think about the previous previous year in in February of 2023, you thought the sky was falling, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then just how much can change in a year when all that perspective has changed? Uh, St- uh, Shane texted back one more time and said, enjoy listening. Thank you, Shane. Uh, thank thank you. you very much. We do the best we can for it. Uh, we've got a couple other texts I'll get into because we're going to continue this. I have some other notes I want to get to, but I want to get into these texts too because obviously this created a firestorm. I know they dealt with it yesterday on the show with Pop and Colby. Um, and it, it, this isn't just about Mike Boynton in Oklahoma State. This is about X school wherever they are having the exact same situation there's somewhere a talk show host at a school or at a city saying the saying pretty much what we are or ripping the coach which i'm not going to do because until i do that for a living and find out how bad i would be at it and trust (laughs) me i'd be worse at that than i am this and that's hard (laughs) but if i were going to go do that i would just stink Mm. and i just i'm not going to rip a coach I, I, they have families, they have lives, and sometimes we separate athletes and coaches and think we can say anything about them we want to. Yeah. Well, we have opinions, and I understand, but I, I'm not going to rip Mike Boynton. I'm not in his shoes. They're really nice shoes, but <laughs> his shoes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but I, true. I'm not in those shoes. But I want to read more about that. I want to read more to that, and then I'll get to these other notes coming up. It's 8.30 here on the Blitz 1170. He's Bryce Hulse. I'm Rick Corey. We'll see if we can find the OSU and OU hockey people and other Maybe we just... <laughs> 
Maybe they don't have enough NIL. <laughs> Maybe they got mad because we were talking about Let's wait for the deal it. to come through. <laughs> we'll come on. Who'd you get a deal with? I don't know. Escape manufacturer. Uh, we'll get more. We'll back into this in a moment here on the Blitz 1170. The Blitz text line is always open. 918-262-5072. You can text us anything you want at any time. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The ORU Golden Eagles lost their third straight last night as they fell to North Dakota State 73-60. Isaiah McBride and Kareem Thompson led ORU with 14 points each. The Golden Eagles will host North Dakota tomorrow night at 7. And remember, NASCAR fans, this Sunday is the Daytona 500. You'll be able to hear that event right here on the Blitz 1170 starting at 1230. That's the Window World of, Tal- that's the Window World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. We do. We always want to hear from you. We've had a nice, nice group of people on the morning text as well here at 918-262-5072. That's the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. Right now at 835, though, hey, we able, we're able to find the OSU hockey coach, Rick Kuzmeski. Uh, Rich, pardon me, Kuzmeski. Rich, thank you very much for your time. I just love this Bedlam hockey. Tell everybody about the game and where they can see it. Well, we play uh, next Saturday, the 24th, over at the BOK. Uh, I believe puck drop is 4 p.m. And uh, we're really looking, really looking forward to it. It's, uh, it's the, the third time we've played, second time over at the BOK in Tulsa, and it's uh, just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and we're really looking forward to it. Well, you assign the name Bedlam to almost anything. It gets, pretty, it gets big pretty quickly. For those who don't know, explain how the hockey program works at Oklahoma State. So we are a club hockey team, so we're not uh, associated with the NCAA, but um, the ACHA, which is the American College Hockey Association, is um, it's probably the biggest growing entity that there is in college sports. Uh, there's over probably 400 teams now in the uh, ACHA, and uh, we're a Division II independent, and uh we, we're, you know, again, we're in probably in the infancy of, of the growing this. We'd, we'd love to get into division, um, you know, and just kind of growing the sport of hockey here in Oklahoma. All right. So when you're trying to assign that to, say, a level of play, and we have a really good junior hockey league here. I know that it's been there for many years. We know we have the Oilers. What would you put level of play at this? And we, I know that's it might be hard because we're comparing, like, say, college basketball and college football. But where would you put it? Oh gosh. Um, so the the I guess the uh, the apex of college hockey is NCAA Division One. Um, if you were to look at a, a ACHA Division One hockey program, they could they're as good as if not better than a Division Three NCAA program. Um, we we played a team earlier this year in the at the Division Two level that that could have competed in the NCAA Division Three level. So. Uh, the hockey is great. It's it's more of, um, you know, we don't offer scholarships, so it's more about the kids who really want to get an education but continue playing hockey. So, you know, I, I guess to I guess to sign a, how good of a level they are, it's, you know, it's it's very very good hockey. <laughs> There's been some people that have showed up this year and say, "Wow, this is really fast." Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, you know, if you were if you were to compare it to the Oilers, um, you know. 
I guess this is a loose generalization, but, you know, ACHA is kind of like what East Coast is to the NHL. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, no, that's a good comparison. We're talking to the head coach of Oklahoma State Hockey, Rick Kuzmeski. Now, I, I got, I'm really fascinated by this. I love club teams to begin with. I know many sports actually started that way. How did you start the program? And how many people do you have coming out? And how many do you still find, Rich, that are surprised that there's a hockey team? Geez, every single day uh, when I tell people I coach the hockey team at Oklahoma State, they're like, we have hockey? What? Um, it's it, Every single day I talk to people, um, they're, they're surprised about this. But we actually started about three years ago. Uh, Jacob Thompson, who's a, a senior this year, he's our team captain. Um, he's from the, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Came up here and found out as he was, I think, believe his sophomore year, that they actually had hockey here back in the 90s. And he decided just to get a bunch of guys together who he knew that played hockey and they formed a team. And again, being club, it's you pay to play. It's not that the college pays for the program. So he just got a bunch of his buddies together and they put together this team and they started calling other, other club teams. And, you know, it's just kind of spun out uh, after that. Like we're, like one of the biggest news stories, if you will, (laughs) going around Uh, our, uh, I, I, I'm actually shocked at the amount of people that follow us on Instagram and, and some of the social medias. Yeah, I'm not I'm not the biggest social media guy, but the uh, the following to have is 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 pretty special. Yeah, I, I know that uh, is a, a way to build because I once broadcast some NCAA bowling when it was nothing but club teams as well, and it gained that kind of same popularity. What's the average crowd you guys get? And when you've been at the BOK, what the what have the numbers been like? Well. So last year was the first time we were at the BOK. We had uh, in excess of 7,000 fans that, that came. Uh, you know, credit to the Oilers. You know, they helped promote it. Um, we play before them. You know, they have a game Saturday night after mm-hmm. hours. Right. So if you buy a ticket to the Oilers game, you get into ours and vice versa. If you buy a ticket to our game, you get into the Oilers game as well. I believe tickets run either 15 or $25 uh, to come over and, and see a doubleheader, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so that that's kind of how the whole BOK, BOK thing started was last year. So how good is your team this year, Rich? Oh, gosh. Why you put me on the spot there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we, um, we are two games above 500, which is great. Um, we're, we've upped our game this year in terms of the competition. We're playing a lot better competition this year. Um, you know, we... I just, I, I tell the boys, you know what, I don't care what you do as long as you come and give 100%. You know, if you give 100%, you, you're not going to win everything you do in life. So mm-hmm. the same thing in hockey. If you give 100%, uh, I'm happy with that. Uh, win or lose, that's all you can ask for. And as long, yeah, as right, as long as pardon me, as long as they're doing it. All right, remind everybody one last time, I know you just did, when, where, how much to see OSU and OU in Bedlam Hockey. Uh, Saturday, February 24th at the BOK versus OU, uh, Bedlam Hockey, uh, second year going. It's uh, $15 or $25. I believe it's 25 gets you in the lower bowl, 15 will get you in the upper bowl. And uh, we are face-off at 4 p.m. Did you, did you have anything, Bryce? Oh, oh yeah, I, I was just going to ask, I mean, 
for last year for when you guys faced off in Bedlam Hockey, what was the reaction for your players and getting to play in the BOK uh, in a big arena like that? Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, You know, these guys, again, playing club hockey, uh, never really been on that big of a stage before. It was kind of eye-opening. You know, it's like, wow. I, uh, it's funny. I, I coached the team. We actually played in, uh, the Michigan arena uh, way back when. And when you first step on the ice, they, they kind of look around and see, wow, what's this all about? And they, they get caught up in that. And I think that kind of happened as well last year, but it, you know, when the puck drops, it's like, okay, let's just play hockey. You know, it's, it's almost like being back on the pond. Can you we... know, it's, there's the puck. Let's go. Can we call it bedlam, frozen bedlam? You can call it whatever you want. <laughs> as long as you like show it. up, right? <laughs> uh, Rich, thank you very maybe, much for maybe, your time. Maybe we'll, get a, maybe, we'll get a, maybe we'll get a trademark on that. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. Hey, you're welcome to it. Thank I like you for, it a lot, too. Thank yeah. you for your time. I hope it's great. I hope you have a huge crowd out there. and i got to stay in touch a little bit more often. We appreciate it. Go get them. Well, thank you very much for the, uh, for the opportunity. Yep, you betcha. That is Rich Kozmeski. He's the team. Uh, he's the high, head hockey coach. Pardon me of Oklahoma State hockey as we prepare for frozen bedlam. I just love that. I can't love it enough. Eight forty three on the Blitz eleven seventy. We're still behind a break from an earlier computer snafu. So let's get that underway, and we'll come back and close her up for a Friday soon. The Blitz is broadcasting in HD on your FM dial. Turn your HD equipped radio to one hundred six point nine KHTT HD two. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Oklahoma State Cowboys will host the 19th-ranked BYU Cougars tomorrow in GIA. The Pokes have yet to be a ranked opponent this season. Tip-off is at 1, starting with a 12 o'clock pregame here on the Blitz 1170. And the 25th-ranked Oklahoma Sooners will host the 6th-ranked Kansas Jayhawks at the LNC on Saturday. The Sooners are looking for their first win against the Jayhawks since 2021. Tip-off for that game is at 3 o'clock. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170, and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Blitz 1170 weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. Boy, a lot of them have been doing that. A lot of you have been doing that today as well at 847 here on the Blitz 1170. We had one here from Byron as we continue talking about what Mike Boynton said about NIL and Oklahoma State basketball. And we've talked at length about this, Rick Corey, along with Bryce Hulse. He says uh, the issue in OSU basketball is it's been late to the party for NIL. Playing catch-up on the landscape, fans have to understand the wins won't come first. It takes players. The roster is constructed now as pieces, but it's still missing a couple of guys to produce a tournament run. That, though, goes to your point of retention of those players. They have had them, Avery yeah. and Musa and and the Boons, mm-hmm. and, and you can go on and on and on. And they're not the only ones who've lost them, but they have. And, you know, then those guys went and they, yeah, made it more NIL somewhere else. And maybe they would have stayed had there been more wins even without the NIL. I don't know. Yeah. But you know, none of us will. But that makes a point. And then he also asked, working to find that full interview of Coach Boynton, I got it from OSU Max, but it should be on the Oklahoma State website because it was their news conference. OSU website, and you, you could probably be able to find it on YouTube, I'd imagine. Um, probably, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of the media outlets and stuff that probably posted their um, recordings mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, another one, um, uh, you know, coming uh, text to, pardon me, at 6984, we'd had some um, interactions with. 
says, unfortunately, it's the coach that's not meeting expectations and is on the hot seat that always wants to be open and honest. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, notice how tight-lipped the coaches are that are winning. Broken system, but I don't see it getting any better. It is a lot easier to be open and honest when, honestly, and that sounds funny when things aren't going well, you just don't feel like you have as much on the line. And we don't know. Mike Boynton may have had conversations with Chad Weiberg and he'd have been told, you are definitely coming back because of buyouts 9 mil. And if we don't have NIL money, then how do we have buyout money? I mean, yeah. if you like your head coach, and as to your point, he's been able to get talent and not keep it, then you take that nine mil buyout, and let's say you take two mil of it, and there you go. Here's what you have to work with. Now, in doing that, your buyout goes from nine to seven. Yeah. Let's see if you can take the two mil and make something out of it. Can you keep them? What else can you do with that two mil and you take it out of their buyout? Now, in some buyouts, it wouldn't matter. Nine mil, honestly, in today's landscape, look what they paid at SMU to get out of the league. Look what they yeah. paid to, to, you know, and look what they gave up to go to the ACC. So what if you took the, the, the buyout or the, or the NIL out of that buyout? Now, the school can't do that because the school can't produce NIL money. But let's be honest, that buyouts don't normally come from the school. Some of it does comes from boosters so if the booster instead puts that in there of course if you then suddenly magically drop the buyout i think everybody (laughs) would know what you're doing uh but it might be a way around some of that well and the interesting part about the buyout too is it drops significantly to 6.67 million dollars on april 1st Mm -hmm. think about how far behind the eight ball that you are by that time if your plan is to not retain him Mm -hmm. i mean april 1st there's a there's already so much happening in terms of changing and missed opportunities. So it's just, it's a really Mm. rough spot. Yeah. There's no real good answers for that. All right. So we were behind a break because of this computer thing. So we're going to go ahead and make that up right now. We'll close it up next year on a Friday on the blitz. The blitz 1170 stream is brought to you by duck Creek casino, your hometown casino from the Oklahoma sports desk. It's time for a two minute drill on the blitz 1170 and streaming on the blitz 1170 app. Caitlin Clark of Iowa has passed former Washington Husky Kelsey Plum as the all-time leading scorer in NCAA women's college basketball. Clark needed eight points to break the record, and she got to that mark in two minutes and 12 seconds into the game, thanks to a pull-up three from the logo. Recovered by Gabby Marshall. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? There it is! The all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. And remember, NASCAR fans, this Sunday is the Daytona 500. You'll be able to hear that event right here on the Blitz 1170 starting at 1230. That's the window world of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holst on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. And we've heard from a lot of you today. Thank you for that. We are here in the uh, Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. Oh, boy. Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma Text Line has been hopping after Mike Boynton's conversation yesterday. Well, really his interview with the Tulsa World that then got followed up in his news conference. And I really had a ton of notes and things I wanted to get to, but... You know, after the computer uh, decided that it wanted to run the show, which it always does, <laughs> and we finally recovered from that, <clears throat> outside of uh, talking a little MRN, and we had a wonderful interview with Jason Toy. If you haven't heard it, you want to catch that. If you're a racing fan at all, you want to catch that. That dude's been with them since 98. 
I mean, he knows his stuff. He's a former Marshall University football player, so we had some Huntington in there as well. You'll want to find that. Plus, we had a little OSU hockey. Yes, hockey for Frozen Bedlam. Uh, it's been fun. And then a ton of talk about Mike Boynton. And we, you know, we're not going to settle this. It is what it is. There's nothing to settle here. College basketball is where it is. But I thought we had some meaningful discussions, and, and Bryce was big here today with us about retention and talent, not only talent acquisition, but talent retention, which is today's. It's not just a, it's it's in everything. It's in business Uber too. Super important, right? <laughs> What's well, in business too? When the pandemic yeah. happened, and we kept hearing stories about nobody wants to work because they were able to make more money from the government than they were working at low yeah. at, at some jobs, and then even after that was over, a lot of people just didn't want to work, <laughs> and people were finding out. How many times have you gone by a place that says begging for employees? Oh, gosh. And having a hard time finding people, right? So, I mean, it's not just there. It's talent and acquisition everywhere is an issue. And But in college basketball, becomes or college athletics, becomes a little more forefront when your coach is out there making X number of dollars and you don't want them around anymore when they're not getting X number of wins. Mm. I wanted to get into the ACC thing because one of the things I think is really fascinating that the ACC did, it, two things actually, next season's college basketball conference tournament, men's and women's, will only have 15 of the 18 teams. Uh, they 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 were gonna they're gonna trim, uh, and and I think that one's really interesting. There have been people who many years have said there's no reason to take everybody to the tournament. Yeah, but you know I've been in part of two runs for a team that should not have made the finals and did, and I saw a Tulsa women's team who really during the year was dreadful go win a conference tournament. Punch that ticket right. Yep, and so and now what happens? You go to the NCAA and you just get obliterated. But you did, you you lived the dream. You won that tournament. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about this. The pragmatic part of me goes, good. That's that's more travel. That's more expense. That's more everything for that school. But the other part of me, the romanticism part of me with college athletics is like, oh, man, I really want to give them that shot. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel that way, too. <clears throat> yeah. And then, also, next year, they've approved in-game access to video enhancing to make in-game adjustments, which means you can look at video during the game, Mm. and coach-to-player communication devices. One way between sidelines and the player. So they're going to be able to send their quarterback plays. They've been testing that out a little bit, right? Well, they they allowed people to use it in the bowl game, and several didn't want to use it. But, But to me, that's a big deal. But you know what? Right now, this is even a bigger deal because I don't know about you, but it's been a long week. So please, please say. Oh, me something tall and strong. Make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past 12, but I don't care. It's 5 o'clock song. It'll be close to 5 for me today as we have the fifth trip out of 35 down to Oklahoma City. But thanks for being with us. Next band, Dan Patrick, and then the show with Pop and Colby today at 3 on The Blitz.